welcome to episode nine of the Bundesliga show, this season's show that is dedicated to solely Bundesliga, available on the MAD Sports Network and on other platforms as well. On GavMac, that's Devo and that is Flo. How are you, gentlemen? Uh, buzzing. Buzzing, as we were just talking about before we came on air. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but this is the only thing we're going to say about the English Premier League. Arsenal are going to win the bloody thing. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Not getting ahead of myself. And Flo, being a Liverpool fan, like, how, how are you feeling? Well, since this is the Bundesliga show, it's, uh, I have no hard feelings talking about the Premier League class. I was just thinking what's more likely, if Arsenal is going to win the Premier League or if Leverkusen is going to qualify for Champions League. I'm not so sure about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, but um, plenty to come in the show today. We'll be talking about Le- uh, Leverkusen as well as our Schalke our shite section. We were gonna re- we were gonna change that to Bochum are bad, but I think we need to start there because Bochum won a game at the weekend. Oh no! Calm down, guys. Calm down. <laughs> but they're on top as well throughout the whole 90 minutes, in my opinion, anyway, against the Frankfurt side, who have started off pretty well. They got a point against Tottenham in the Champions League last week. I think they would have just thought that all they needed to do was wake up and they would have beaten Bochum. But Bochum, 3-0 winners, and they were brilliant. They were, yeah. And, and this is the one thing that I worry about with teams when they first join the Champions League and stuff like that, is the hangover. We've seen it. Many teams struggle the game after a Champions League game where you get yourself up and you may not have the biggest of squads to rotate properly. Uh, and the next game, they just seem a bit flat. And I feel like for the first 45 minutes, Frankfurt were okay. They had some decent chances. Your boy, Alario, probably should have bagged. Alario, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Fluff two. Good chance. Fluff two. Fluff too, really, yeah. And a really good chance of Roman put it straight down his throat, to be fair. Second half, Bochum, yeah, uh, we're all over him. Uh, deserved winners. And the goal at the end for Philip Forster, I think, was a great finish. And I think he deserved that. Uh, he was at the heart of everything Bochum did. And a big win for them. Can they now go on and put some more points on the board and, and make it a real fight at the bottom of the league? I doubt it. I just think they caught Frankfurt off guard. I just think they, they caught Frankfurt on off day. Yeah. You, have to, you have to consider how they scored the goals. I mean, two free kicks, or free kick and it cost two set pieces and a throw-in, which resulted in goals. It was just poor defending from Frankfurt on that side. And yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you reckon they, they can survive? Do you reckon that this might kickstart them, or is this Grutefer all over again? I think the only chance to survive is that some other teams are equally worse or equally bad. <laughs> it might be Schalke, but I don't see any other team in the Bundesliga that's so bad right now. Stuttgart, they don't get the results, but out of nine, they drew five times, so they are kind of hard to beat. And Schalke and Bochum, they don't seem to be hard to beat at all. Yeah, that's um, they scored just five goals in their previous eight games before bagging three against Frankfurt. Got a bit of news on Frankfurt as well, because um, it's reported that Bore, who was expected to come and do big bits, has uh, asked to leave the club in January. And uh, he's been wanted by two clubs in Spain, unnamed clubs, two clubs in Spain, one in Italy as well. But they're looking for a fee around £18 million. Pounds. What, Devo, what, why, why, why do you think... Why, why, why do you think he can't get... Uh, Get a game in a moment. 
it sounds yeah, like yeah, one of those things where maybe he's, he's um, homesick or you know he's just not settled into the culture or something. Because uh, good player had some good performances last season. It, it seemed like he was quite highly thought of at the club. They've brought in some competition for him. Maybe he's not happy with the competition. You know, Alario's there now, Colomawani. Um, you know, they've they've got good competition for places up there. Maybe that's rubbed him up the wrong way. I'm not entirely sure. But um, when they signed him, I was I was looking forward to seeing him in the Bundesliga because um, he had a big reputation coming in from South America. And um, he, he did put in some decent performances here and there. He didn't really light it up as I thought he would. Being a replacement for Andre Silva as well, uh, you know, I expect him to come in and bag. Um, mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a um, that's shocked me a little bit. Um, but if they if they are going to get eighty million for him, that's a decent price in this market. To be fair, well, yeah, well, especially well, if you have yeah. Colomani and uh, Lario in your squad, mm. it's not that they have a bad offense after that. And I think it's a cultural thing because we have that also sometimes at Bayer Leverkusen that the Latin American players. For them, the Primera División, especially with Barca and uh, Real, that's the biggest thing because there's broadcasted at home and they want to play there mm. at some, some points. You have the language, you have the, the weather that's similar sometimes. So. What are you trying to say about the weather in Leverkusen, mate, and weather in uh, in other places around, around Go, Germany? Currently, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> climate change is uh, climate change is striking. It's a good thing. Yeah. I might yeah. <laughs> I might have to. I might have to pop by. I might have to pop by. Um, you mentioned Stuttgart, and we need to talk about them. They lost one nil against Union Berlin. Union back to winning ways after their struggles last week uh, against Frankfurt. Um, Pellegrino Matarazzi's job is on the line, and there were talks late into the night on Sunday um, with the hierarchy at Stuttgart. They're without a win all season, and they're sat in seventeenth place. and I, the, the game against Union Berlin, I actually feel a little bit sorry for them because I thought they played really well, but they just don't know how to how to stick the ball in the onion bag. Yeah, it's um, goal scoring is, is, is an issue there. Um, but I, I, again, I do feel sorry for my echo what you said, Gav, because um, Frederick Rano pulled off a save and a half in the first half where he had no real right to get that. Um, if that goes in, I think it was Ekadu, um who, who got his head on the ball from a set piece. Um, if that goes in, completely different game. Um, but I suppose that's why you have a decent keeper in the net, doesn't it? Um, yeah, they need to put a W on the on the board because, as Flo said earlier, they're not losing games badly. Uh, they're in games. They've picked up five draws out of, that, out of nine games. It's just one of those against Bayern as well. Yeah, yeah two of those draws. Tournament wins and it's looking a lot different, you know. Mm. Um, so I, I hope they do stick by him because I think he is a good manager. I think he has done. Oh, no, they, they fired him. Uh, oh, he's gone he's now. Gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone already. Oh, so he's gone. He was breaking news. In the afternoon. Breaking news. He gone. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he he kind of became <laughs> like he, for me he's the victim of that uh, strategy of financial consolidation in Stuttgart. You know, I mean, selling mm-hmm. Kalajic, Gonzalez the year before, all the good players, and. Uh, uh, keeping and the money, not just and not spending it, and the team is getting worse and worse from the individual abilities, hmm. and uh, of course they they were fighting relegation, but um, yeah, hmm. I still think he's doing a decent job. But uh, oh, he did a decent job, and it ended after exactly 100 Bundesliga matches. Yeah, well, I suppose they were. Well, I think he'll for. be okay. He's a great manager. I think I think he's a really good manager. He, he will find a, a decent gig somewhere else. 
Um, the big game at the weekend, of course, was the classic Dortmund versus Bayern. And um, there's a couple of bits above from that game. First off, uh, Musiala since then has tested positive for coronavirus. So he will miss the game against Pilsen during the week and more than likely miss the game against Freiburg. And also Alfonso Davis has suffered a, a, a bruised cranium as well. So he's going to be out for um, a little period of time as well. But the game finished 2-2 at Signal Iduna Park. Uh, it was all about the Modest show in the second half, wasn't it? But this is Bayern still tripping up and they're, a little, they're, they're just off the pace. Flo, what, what, what is going on at Bayern and why can't they seem to click this season? Yeah, they don't seem to be as I don't know if it's the right word greedy for winning. You know, they, they they don't have the last last punch for me uh, right now. I mean, they're two 0 in the lead, and usually they they kill a, a game like this. Look at the chance Musiala had for the to score the third goal, and they just don't do it at the moment. I mean, it's nine match days now, and they have players who score goal like Sané, seven goals in all competitions. Musiala four goals in the Bundesliga. That's okay. But they're really missing Lewandowski. Who would, mm. who would have expected that? <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, it's, not like goal he, striker. Say, it's not like he scored That's, a lot of goals, really, is it? Uh, that is a lot of goals to replace. You know, when, when you actually just step back and think about it, I think to replace the amount of goals that he scored, albeit they were scoring a lot of goals anyway, but um, to have that, that, leading light up front someone who you can depend on no matter what happens you're going to bag he's not there there's a lot of pressure on the on the shoulders of a lot of the players and I, I i agree with you there flo i think they are missing that killer instinct this year they just don't seem to have that same ruthlessness um and um yeah i, I don't know what i can't put my finger on what it is because they're not playing badly it's just yeah they don't have that right we're in the lead we're gonna put five five six past you they just don't seem to have that same mentality anymore. But yeah. still, they'll be champions, I say, because as you said, they have good performances, and they win their matches, and still they'll be more consistent than any other team in the league. So right yeah. now it's a nice situation having uh, Union Berlin with four points on top, four points distance, but um, yeah, this will change. Mm, indeed. Soon. Those goals um, for Bayern, they came from Goretzka, lovely strike, and same with Sane, um, and two great strikes from outside the box. Are they worthy of Galazzo, do you think? Mm, I don't I'm, think so. I, I, I don't I, think I, so I think, either. I think the Leroy Sane one, I'd be upset if I was a keeper and I let that in. I know he struck it well, but he got a solid hand on that. Um, and I feel like he probably could have tipped that around the post. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm being harsh, but... I think if you get that solid uh, connection on that as a goalkeeper, you've got to tip that away from the away from the goal, personally. Yeah, that's fair enough. I I, I don't really I don't really want to put it in there if I'm honest. Um, Kings of Coman second yellow. You can tell the frustration. That's why he made that second challenge. But when you're on a yellow card, you two one up. It's a bit silly. It's almost a bit naive. He's not he's not a kid anymore. He's what 25 now. Yeah. So, but there was a huge dis discussion about the uh, yellow card for Coman and the not given yellow card for uh, or second yellow card for Bellingham when mm. he kicked Alfonso Davis and like onto forehead. But yeah, what's 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 your impression 
I mean, you 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 were a referee, Gav. I have my uh, my opinion to both the situations. So yeah. I would like to hear hear yours first. Well, for me, he's got to get a yellow card for that. You know, it's dangerous play. He wasn't malicious. He didn't mean it. Um, but when you when your foot's up there and you do make contact, you've got to be smart with it. You've got to give a yellow card, irrespective of whether that player's on a yellow card or not. So that's that's how I see it. Oh, may, maybe he probably thought at the time, you know, game management, it's a big derby. You know, I don't want to be dishing cards out and stuff, but then you have to remain consistent with your decision-making throughout a 90-minute period. And I don't feel that the referee did that. Yeah, that's what the referee said, that he needed to, like, consider the situation of the game and all that stuff. But I saw the situation, and I I don't know. Maybe it's the player speaking of me, but I don't really think that's yellow card. I mean, look where the head of uh, Alfonso Davis is, and he... Uh, it seemed that he didn't really touch him, although he has a fracture in his head right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's, yeah. But it, he, looked, it he's looked like injured. there was just a little bit of contact. If so. <laughs> he is he's he's very injured right now. Um before we move away from this game, I'm not quite sure, Flo of you or, or Devo, to be honest, I'm not quite sure whether he shed some light because the goal was scored. Uh, great work from Nico Schlotterbeck keeping that ball in, by the way, oh, yes. and then whipping it back yeah. across for Modest to get the header on, uh, uh, get his head on the end of it. But after the final whistle, Edin Terzic looked very emotional. Do you know any? Is there any context behind that? No idea. Not, not directly, but like in the in the press conference after the match, he said that uh, he would like to hear a question about mentality now. Because like the Dortmund team, it's always uh, yeah, the mentality is always questioned from that team. And from my point of view, it's a question for a reason. They have very very bad mentality in that team in that squad. Otherwise, they wouldn't have dropped so many points in the last year. Yeah. But um, yeah, at this point, they proved it. But you don't have to prove it against Bayern Munich if you don't have mentality against uh, the record champion. Against whom mm. should you have mentality? So they need yeah. to show it against Augsburg or something if they're behind. Don't cuss Augsburg. You know, I like them. You know, you know what I think he he is trying to do. I think maybe he's trying to add that kind of siege mentality. You know, some managers like Mourinho would always make it against everyone hates us. Mm. If, if you can kind of you know channel that, that can be like a, a real big motivation for your players. And I think if he can kind of get that kind of mentality going at Dortmund. It could help. So um, if that's what he's trying to do, then I, I, I applaud that. Yeah, I could be for it as well. Right then, it's time for this. Yes, we're back. Schalke are shite. And this time at the hands of Bayer Leverkusen, who are under new stewardship. Of course, the Premier League, the... Bundesliga and La Liga legend Xabi Alonso is now in charge of Bayer Leverkusen. That appointment, it didn't actually quite happen by the time we had finished the show from last week. So first things first, before we talk about the game flow, how how much of a signing is this for Leverkusen? What's the vibe like across Leverkusen fans having someone like Xabi Alonso in charge? Uh, to be honest, it's quite sceptical. Because it, it looks like an experiment to many of the, uh, the fans. You know, Xavi Alonso, we don't need to talk about his class as a player. He was absolutely world-class, top-level, performing for Liverpool, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich. Just great. 
absolute leader, strategic player on the pitch. So he has basically, he has all the gear. It's been nine episodes. It's the first uh, time it's come out this season. Love it. It's about time. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> so he was just coach of uh, second uh, team of uh, San Sebastian. Had no professional experience as coach. Then, in a situation where you're nearly or very close to rock bottom, you're thinking, "Wow, it's it's a, is it a good idea to have such an inexperienced coach?" You know, for the first matches it's it's working obviously because he has this kind of aura and the players are, are gonna listen to him because he was on that level where a drb a chic or someone else want to be or see themselves maybe already so if he mm -hmm. says like um the ball is green although the ball is red they'll believe him and applaud him for that but it's just the first weeks <laughs> and we'll see what happens afterwards so some guys are afraid that, it, that it's not really working out or not working out too, too good. And then you have to fire a coach again. Mm. Otherwise, what other choice did the club have? Like the, the existing coaches on the market, they are most of them, they're just like average coaches. Mm. And Thomas Tuchel, all, to, all, the, all he, they're he too expensive. Asked, yeah, yeah the, to, uh, I believe money wasn't the issue with Tuchel, but he just didn't want to come to Leverkusen. They were actually in contact with him. Mm. But uh, I can understand him because he would would have been dangerous for him because he could have risked his name. He has a great name yeah. at the moment. He's still world coach, I believe. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, the new yeah. election. Is, won, just, yeah, yeah. It's mm -hmm. just coming up. It's crazy that. So, so why why go to mm. um, spot number seventeen in the Bundesliga? To prove yourself <laughs> so, as the just, best coach you know, in the world. Yeah. You, you know what? I've got two things to say about this. Is that one? I now believe that Bundesliga have the most collection of handsome coaches involved. Oh, in my um, notes, I, I wrote, think... I literally wrote, uh, Shabby Alonso, new gaffer, hashtag so handsome. Yeah, yeah. So the, the Bundesliga really are pushing the, you know, pushing the boat out for handsome coaches. Um, they haven't secondly, asked me yet, though. I'm confused. I might go take over. Yeah. You need you need to go take a second. Uh, yeah, we're just side. we're just looking for handsome can... married coaches or something like that because uh, that mm. shouldn't be any trouble with the wives of the players, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, my like ex, Bruno Labbadia did a not, couple not, of years ago. Not saying that you would, Gav. Not saying that you would. Cause, cause my, my ex, right, had an obscene obsession with Marco Rosa. Like mm. literally, she like when, when a very good-looking man. Like when he was on when he was still at Gladbach and Gladbach were on telly, she'd be like. Oh, I like Borussia Mönchengladbach. I was like, yeah, I think they're a good side. They've got Anderson player. They've got, oh, John, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at? How do you know about these lot? <laughs> she is relentless. Christ. But, yeah, secondly, I think um, it, it's, if he's half as good as our young Spanish manager with no previous experience, then you've done all right. Because... That's true. That's true. We've yeah, we, we'll got see. Super Nick Arteta. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Should we talk about the game? Uh, first goal was from uh, Musa Diaby. Lazo. His first goal of the season Indeed. as well in the league. What a strike that was! And he was instrumental throughout the whole game. Set up Frimpong twice. That's Frimpong's first brace. Um, at home, I believe, as well, and um, you know, Paulinho at the end, um, with a, with a goal. Uh, do you feel sort of a bit sorry for Paulinho, Flo? 
And not really, because that's a business. You know, he was um, savage. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he had the opportunity to extend the contract a couple of times. He didn't want to back at the time. Or never really happened. Then there's a situation where you have to make a decision if there's just one year left and the club doesn't want to waste any money. I mean, we're still talking about some between five and ten millions. That's even though it's not big numbers in football, it's an insane amount of money. Just yeah. imagine if, if my department had that five millions, we would do I don't know, something else. he didn't want to make the change so the club said okay so you're banned from the squad kind of and then you know what is new coach new roles everything's new cards dealt and Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens with Paulinho now but I'm a little I was surprised about Hudson or not surprised but I really liked Hudson O'Doy's performance Mm. if he would score goals goal. he would be a great player but he just seems doesn't seem to want to score goals yeah that was his uh, issue at Chelsea yeah that was his, a lot of Chelsea fans they were more goal in oh, yeah 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 but he's his work for the second goal especially I think was brilliant yeah that yeah. that is a lovely segue and the reason why I say that because with Callum Hudson-Odoi we want more end product and if he had that he would be a world-class player in my opinion and I think one player who is arguably one of the most frustrating yet disappointing players in literally in world football is is Dodi Lukabakio. Because when he is on form, he is unplayable. And there were a few runs and stuff that he made in Herter's two-all draw with Freiburg that I was thinking, if he was to put these performances in every week, a big club would pick him up and he would play week in, week out. But he just doesn't. And it does my absolute Swede. Um, 2-2 that game finished. Um, Serda with a lovely goal to make it 2-1 in that game. Um, but um, Oli Christensen in goal for um, for Herta. I don't understand why he was coming out there. Um, Kevin Sharder made it 2-all, which is too bad on Herta. Did it? <laughs> that's a German joke that's I a like German that joke yeah, yeah. thank you I could banter in German now that's, um, so all right, just for people that don't know Schade means too bad in German okay um, but um, Hertha unbeaten in five but only one win Hertha going to go on one of those seasons where which way is it going to go for them this season is it going to be a push for Europe or are they going to finally get out of this bleeding league? I think it's just going to be a Hertha Berlin season. They're going to be very bad. And then they might have one or two good performances and they'll finish just above relegation. Um, that's generally what's going to happen. I, I think that they 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 did it again at the weekend. They always find a way to mess up, whether that's on the pitch or off the pitch. I've said this many times. 2-1 up, last few minutes. Goalkeeper goes wondering, thinks I'm going to have a swing at this corner for no apparent reason or this this cross for no apparent reason, um, and just puts it on the foot of Kevin Schader. Her to Berlin are unbelievable. They will always find a way to beat themselves, and I think they will continue to do that. And your point about the back here, I think he's at the correct club because he'll give you three or four games a season where he's brilliant. The rest of it, he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left. So mm. um, I think he's in the right place. <laughs> to be fair, he does my head in. 
does my head in. Um, should we talk about Flo's favourite club? Um, and that is Kern, of course, um, FC Kern. Um, Dejan Lubacic, feel for him. Uh, he's going to be out for the foreseeable with a knee injury. Uh, no diagnosis as yet from what I've seen today um, from the Cologne midfielder. Um, but he's picked up six goals and an assist so far in all competitions. This is going to be a big miss for him, uh, for, for Kern in the middle of the park. Yeah, absolutely. And this is what... Uh might hurt the club or the officials more than the loss. I mean, it was a derby against Gladbach mm. and the Cologne fans, they're always saying it's a, it's the biggest derby for them or the only derby. But when they face Leverkusen and they win, they celebrate it as a derby as well. So how about that? <laughs> <laughs> but coming back to the, to the match, I think it was a bit of bad luck for Cologne or tough luck, like, you know, these goals. Uh, 45th minute, 46th minute, immediately before and after halftime, the red card of uh, uh, Louis Kainz was just, uh, yeah, Florian Kainz, Kainz yeah. was just like, hmm, come on, you know better, you're an experienced player, you can't behave like that in the, uh, in the box. Yeah, he's lucky to only get a second yellow for that. He's only going to miss one game because yeah, that elbow looked pretty sharp and he's got yeah. a good chunk of his jaw there. That, for me, is a straight red. So he's got away with that. Um that made it, that was a two-one at half time, but then just after half time, last Stindl. Wow, 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 wow! My good lord in heaven, smack that! Oh, what a goal! Yeah, striking after mm, that. Great player, really like last Stindl. Uh, mm. He just doesn't seem to age. How old is he? He's either nineteen or eighty-six. <laughs> he just seems like he's been playing forever. Last in mm. never seems to stop. He always seems to play at a high level. I, I, I like last in and I, I like. I said it week like week after week. I like Daniel Farker. I like he's got going on there. Bunch of glass back, and that, that you know I expect them to be in and around the top four by the end of the season. Mm. Good shout. I am. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not quite so sure, sure about that because I think mm. that that win was uh, because of the red card mostly. Mm. I don't. But they've got a good yeah. side, haven't they? I really like Ben Spallini. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. scored they, two they goals in the game. side, but they're so inconsistent. Gladbach. Mm. Maybe what's good for them is that everyone's inconsistent this season. I mean, yeah. take a look. Leverkusen is seven points to Champions, uh, eight points to Champions League. We were able to close eight points three years ago with 10 match days left. So, mm. still in the race. Still knocking it out. Still knocking it out. <laughs> yeah, Ben Sabayini, he scored a penalty. He's not missed a penalty in the in the Bundesliga. 100% record. The guy, just yeah. trust him to take your pens. It was quite nice as well. A nice little um, Jorginho-esque skip and then just, just rolled it in the bottom corner. Really nice finish. And um, right at the death, it was... Um, it, well, it made it 5-2 with um, a nice... I, 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 really, I really liked it. I really liked it. Tell you what, lads. That's a cracking goal, that is. Fuck me sideways. What a finish. I'm having it because, you know, he's been crossed in. He's got ahead of the defender and he's gone outside the peg and he's put it in the roof of the net. I really like that finish. I really do. Big fan. Um, <laughs> one game that ruined me this weekend was um, Mainz versus Leipzig. Um, I had... It was the only thing that let me down in my acre. I had Leipzig to win. 
Um, I should have known better. Mainz, no wins at home so far this season. Leipzig, no wins away from home this season. Gavmak, do your research, mate. You know, because I should have... And it's both fencing. I know he's going to do something special. So I'm a little bit disappointed in myself. I can't lie. But it is where it is. Um, Leipzig were, were, were good. They were on top for a long time, long periods of the game. Um, Haidara hit the post as well. Um, but um, yeah, Stack with a nice run. A little bit fortunate with um, a couple of deflections, but then found Ingvartsen in- in- with the goal right on the strike of half-time. Perfect time to score a goal, 1-0. Um, but Mainz, they sat back, invited way too much pressure, and that allowed for, for Leipzig to gain a bit of confidence in the game. And Nkunku scores his first ever header in the Bundesliga. But um, And again, the seventh yeah. goal of the season. You know, It seems that this season wasn't such a brilliant season as last season for Nkunku, but seven goals in nine games, and he's not the real number nine. That's just... Yeah, put that out there. That. Mm. He he would have been the better Sané for Bayern Munich this year. And not Sané, he's Sané. Chelsea. He's off to Chelsea, isn't he? Apparently. Yeah, it looks like that's yeah. a is that is that a done thing? Are we almost I there? Yeah, I, yeah. I believe so. Quite a few players, quite a few different publications reporting that. Uh, sixty million, which is um it's a lot of money. Um you know. But good you know. Good fortune to him. I think he's a brilliant player. He's been one of the best players in the world over the last 18 months in terms of his consistent output. Um, was it 50 goals he was involved in last season? Or was it more than that? It's ridiculous amount of goals. But um, I, I think so Leipzig sorry, were a little bit unlucky in that game not to go with three points. I think they were the better of the two sides. And I think maybe it was just the, the you know the angles I'd seen it, but Ingevartsen looked offside for me. When that ball was played through, and um, mm. maybe we'll have a look at it again, but it looked a bit close. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I reckon it was a tight one. They must. They must have looked at it. They must have looked yeah, at it. That doesn't mean they got it right. <laughs> Correct, Saka. Anyway, um, yeah, there's only a couple more. There's only a couple more games really. Um, Hoffenheim versus Bremen. Um, Fulcroy had a great game again. I think he's had a really good start to the season. Him and Dudouche. Yeah, they um, they they had a they had a well, yeah. It's like it's about like duck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> isn't it? But like um, yeah, yeah pronounced douchebag. Douchebag, yeah, douchebag. He made such a douchebag. Um, he yeah, he and Fulcroig they 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 had a really nice combo for that first goal. Um, Dabor um equalized, made it one apiece. Um, Hoffenheim on top. Robert Scope had another great game. You know, I've got a lot of time for Scope mm-hmm. as well. And um, but yeah, then um, and Soki, silly penalty to give away. It wasn't really going anywhere. Yeah, it's an instinctual thing as a defender. Sometimes you think I can get that, and he's dived in. And he didn't need to do it. Just just show him away from goal. Um, mm. That's all you have to do in that situation. Uh, I felt sorry for him because it looked like he'd got away with it. As in, yeah. it didn't look like he got any contact, but then he left his foot up there in the air. And yeah. Obviously, the, the strikers thought, I love that. I <laughs> ran into that. Yeah, and, off, you know, fair enough, penalty given. But um, big win for Bremen. Bremen are looking very impressive this season. I so know. Said, um, Hoffenheim is not an easy place to go and get three points. I mean, that's well, the it's their first defeat. Season, so. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Big, big three points there for Bremen. Mm. 
for sure. And um, final game, Augsburg. I think we decided I'm actually going to see Augsburg versus um, Bochum in um, in, a, in a, a few weeks' time when I'm in Munich because uh, mm. couldn't get tickets to the NFL. Still need to catch some form of live football. Augsburg are at home. So going to try and get all the tickets for that. They drew one apiece with Wolfsburg. Uh, Rida Baku uh, almost was a villain, uh, but then became the, the hero with uh, a great assist, really. Gerhard, uh, Gerhard with the tapping in the end. Uh, against the runner play at that time as well, because Augsburg were looking, were looking pretty shiny at the time. Um, and then um, Gumni, the right back, and got himself an equaliser after a bit of a goal line scramble. I thought both goalkeepers were brilliant. No Gikovic in between six either. Um, mm-hmm. And um, Castile's at the other end, inspired performance. But I think it says a lot about the game. If the most exciting situation is a situation where like five players or end officials are getting a yellow card at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> got to be. Yeah. Um, let's um, pop to the comments quickly. There's only a couple of comments, really. Um, there's uh, Manor Erhan. Big up yourself. Um, is, a, is a Tottenham fan. I don't know whether he's saying this with gritted teeth or not. Um, would you expect Arteta to overtake Nagelsmann this early in his career? Wow. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I don't it's know. the best manager is. in the world. I don't know whether that's a dig or not. We've all seen. We've all seen. We've all seen the documentaries. The best manager in the world. Mm, yeah, they, 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 took, they got the wrong year to record, or maybe they did it on purpose to see us at our lowest, yeah. and then could bounce back and do our thing. And we also said that Liverpool should give Xabi Alonso a call. Hey, yeah, don't upset Flo. Yeah, you know, Flo Flo's happy this week. Don't upset him. <laughs> okay, and, uh, uh, until, and Lallis, until Wednesday when it's Champions League again. Well, yeah, well, I don't yeah, know what Champions League he'll, is. He'll do a better job. He'll do a better job at Anfield than Gerard would, just as he did yeah. when he was playing. Oh, that shots Three. fired! Shots fired! And um, Ladder was prime. Big up yourself, prime. Long time no speak, pal. Uh, so big up the panel. It's been a long time. I finally be able to watch show live. I'm usually busy. Hey, every week we are live at 10 p.m. on YouTube, and um, after that. I then start pottering around and then putting it out on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, all that sort of stuff there as well. So you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, just go to youtube.com forward slash MAD Sports Network. Um, hit that notification bell, hit that subscribe button, all that stuff. Um, or as I mentioned, it has been on the live show there. Um, just search Die Bundesliga show, spelled Die Bundesliga show, on Spotify or wherever your main podcast provider is, and you'll be able to find us. We are the only show on social media called Die Bundesliga show, so therefore you'll be able to find us. And please just give give that those videos a like um, and leave a comment if you can, because it worked wonders for us we, where we're trying to go and trying to move this show forward. So, um, but that is the end of the show. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, big thanks to um, the, 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 the hub of who we are. We are MAD Sports Network. There's no one more higher or lower than us. We are the three. It is GavMac, it is Devo, and it is Flo. That is who we are. So um, follow, follow us on social media. Our handles are there, at GavMac23, at DevoLDN, and at Senor underscore Loboron. I'll put your old one in the in the chat. I'll change that. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Take care, guys, and see you next Monday. Peace. Bye-bye.